It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Denver Nuggets celebrate a championship in downtown Denver. The scene gets wild. Bruce Brown takes his shirt off. Michael Malone gets his takes off. Joker's happy. We'll talk about that. Plus, about why it's important to enjoy this championship now and not think about all the others that hopefully are to come. Plus, what does a championship offseason look like? This is Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets. Your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We appreciate you guys joining us on whatever platform that you've chosen, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, five-star reviews, please, Spotify, or checking us out on YouTube. The best way for you to support the show is hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. We appreciate you guys being with us and making us part of your week as you enjoy championship week here in the Mile High City or back in Serbia or wherever you're listening. You, a Nuggets fan, your favorite team has won the NBA championship. Just going to start and remind you of that from time to time. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network going solo tonight. Uh, Adam Mares is MIA. Uh, I assume he is still probably messed up on Rakia and uh Possibly just lying somewhere on Colfax, mumbling, I was right, I was right, over and over again. Uh, we'll be back probably tomorrow, I would say, with a duo show. Um, but I'll be with you tonight. We're going to talk about the parade, uh, scenes from the parade. We'll talk about uh, all the memorable things from the parade and the celebration in Denver on Thursday. That's a, that's right. It's Thursday. Uh, and... We will talk about why I think it's so important for Denver fans to focus on now and this championship and not get ahead of themselves. We'll talk about that in the second segment. And then the third segment, what does a championship offseason look like? You guys have never experienced this before. So uh, having been familiar with a bunch of different teams that won the championship, I have thought somewhat uh, you guys can expect over the summer as your team starts to look forward to, you know, defending your NBA title. Appreciate you guys. Being with us, uh, one last note today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed on the Game Time app. I'm very dehydrated, not because I got wasted. Uh, I went hiking the other day. Um, I'm still a little bit dehydrated from it. It's been nice to start the off season. That's why we actually haven't uh, had more shows. As Adam's been crazy busy, uh, DMVR published a book. You should go dmvr.com and check that out um, and make sure to find out all about what that is and ddmvr.com and check out the book. It's a collection of writing this season about covering the Denver Nuggets and their championship season. Uh, lots of folks hanging out with us in the chat segment. Happy for you guys being around uh, with us. Fernando's in here with us. Rubiat 300 was the first one in here. Congrats to him. Uh, Joe Broussard says, serious, Matt, how are you not a Nuggets fan now? What would it take? Uh, money, Joe. That's what it would take is money. You pay me and I'll be a fan for you. But you don't want that because my teams have a relatively terrible history outside of the last four years. Um, 
Let's talk about the parade. Amazing scene in Denver today. Uh, I was not there as I have I have a, a seven-year-old turning seven this weekend. And so I had birthday stuff I had to take care of here at the house and could not get away for the zoo that was downtown Denver. It was really cool to see the amount of people that showed up for the, for the, uh, for the parade. I think it's amazing. Um, There's a lot of folks that were saying like, this really is like the biggest thing since the Broncos parade. That's amazing. Um, it really does show you. And people were kind of asking me about it. Like, is it bigger than you expected? And I said, no, because one of the things I said was there's just been like a, a reservoir. And I think that for Denver fans, and I, like, I know this to be true based off of research. A lot of it for Denver fans is that they really didn't believe that the Nuggets could win a championship because teams like the Nuggets don't win championships in the NBA. Teams like the Lakers do and teams like the Heat do and teams like the Celtics do. And so it was kind of hard for them to buy in. And this run, I think, made people believe that it could happen in Denver. And when it did, massive celebration. And everyone here, everyone here in this chat segment, they all knew that they could win a championship no matter what they were tweeting or chat, chatting at me during the regular season about Michael Malone needing to fire him. Uh, speaking of Michael Malone, um, my favorite moment of today was uh, Malone did an interview with Dempsey um, right outside of the main area where they were doing the speeches. And Malone was just like, he was choked up. Like he was so emotional talking about it. And, you know, there's all the things about the Lakers and retiring and all the, you know, making digs and, and all those things. And the Bruce Brown thing where he's like, Brucey B's not going anywhere. Well, well, let's see about that. Um, But I will tell you this is that the players are always going to kind of have to have like a level of perspective on fandom. Because one, they're a little bit more removed because they're more popular. And two, they know they can be moved at any time. It's, It's very like the business side is very present for them with coaches. I do think there's a little bit more of a connection actually to fandom and Malone, I think has really grown to love Denver specifically. Um, and I think all coaches are kind of a little bit reticent at first, just because they know they can get fired at any point. And I think the first couple of years that was Malone, but over time, like he's, he's embraced the city and he's embraced the fans. And he was talking today about 47 years, um, about how long these fans have waited, you know? And he was like, I'm happy today. Not, not for me and not for my players, but for you, the fans like to provide that I think is a really important thing. Cause it gets lost a lot. Like it gets lost a lot in these days is that I believe that sports are an ecosystem and you've got owners with the billions and you've got players with the incredible talent and work and, and just the, the ability, the skill you've got coaches, You've got training staff, you've got front office, you've got ticket sales, you've got concession workers, and you've got security people, and you've got ball boys all the way down, right? But you also have the fans, and the fans are the, the fans are the fuel that make this whole thing run. And so for me, it was very cool to see Malone specifically shout out the fans and get very emotional talking about how much that mattered today. Um Aaron Gordon was that one I, I continue to be happiest for. I don't know why. Like it's just, it's kind of interesting. Like Jeff was really emotional. I was happy for him. Um, but AG just seemed so satisfied. Like J- AG just seemed like things had, had gone like so right for him, and that was really cool to see. Um, Jamal, I think this meant the most to, and you could tell that he was still very emotional about it. Um, love Jeff Green's comments and getting choked up about how much it meant to him. Um, it's. Pretty amazing, I think, 
to see what Jeff Green has kind of gotten there. And like Ish Smith is there too. Christian Brown with the with the championship belt, the WWE championship belt was amazing. That was awesome too. Um, I lost a bet because I figured that AG would be the one that went shirtless the entire summer. It looks like it's gonna be Bruce Brown. So congrats to Bruce for being the um annual winner of shirtless all summer challenge for that. Glad to see that the weather held. That was cool to see. Um, it seemed like everybody just had like an absolutely incredible time and it was just a real celebration like this is one of the most positive championships i can remember in like the other negative championships right but there are degrees and for me like when i look at, at how this thing played out just the overall positivity and the moment was really great today and jamal murray said that about living in the moment and that's why i think it's really important that nuggets fans stay there for this duration like stay there Stay in this moment of celebrating. Stay in this moment of, of satisfaction. Stay in this moment of happiness. And don't get caught up in what's next for this team because that's going to happen on its own. We'll talk about why I think that's so important on the other side. First, I need to tell you about prize picks and the $1 million daily Superflex promotion. Uh, is ended because the finals are through, but you can still catch all the great stuff over at prize picks it's amazing you just pick two to six players and if they'll score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry not competing against other people it's just you versus the projections and they've got projections on any sport you can imagine nba nfl mlb nhl pga college football men's college basketball women's college basketball soccer WNBA in season love me some WNBA daily fantasy esports nascar tennis mma boxing disc golf Eurobasket ball cricket and more entries can be made in 60 seconds or less it's just that easy enough for safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and canada download the prize picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users receive a 100 instant deposit match just by using the promo code locked on don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 we're also brought to you today by the game time app um so i have I finally have reached an off season. And so I've started looking at all the great things going on in Colorado and all these great events and concerts and shows that are happening and all the cool stuff that you can go to. And if you just open up game time and go to Denver, Colorado, you're going to find so much, just start scrolling and you're going to find something that you want to go to. And you're gonna be able to get those tickets the day of with flash deals for the lowest price imaginable. And they've got a lowest price guarantee on it as well. Forget planning months in advance. They've got tickets on uh, right up to the day of the event for football basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We'll be right back on Locked on Nuggets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Back here on Lockdown Nuggets, thanks for joining us, making this part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us. 
I want to talk about why this is important for you to embrace the now. Um, let's start here. There's a lot that you can't control about what comes next. And Calvin Booth and Michael Malone and some of the players, mostly Malcolm, Michael Malone and Calvin Booth, are already talking about, like, let's just go and do it again. We're just, we're just getting started. And I don't blame them. And I understand that that's the intention. I think it's good that they're hungry, right? It's good that the front office is not like, we did it. We finally did it. Now we can rest. Because that seems to be how Joker is. Um, oh, I didn't talk about Joker in the first segment. I apologize. I'm going to get that real quick. Um, Joker, like, referenced the fact that he was said he was kind of like, didn't want to be at the parade. And he was like, of course, I want to be here. This is effing awesome. And it's really good to see. Like, that was, you know, I understood a little bit of the pushback from national folks or just, like, fans about Joker being, like, not wanting to go to the parade. Because I'm just like, you need to celebrate the fans. Like, this is a big deal. But Joker did. Like, he just, he enjoyed it, you know? Didn't enjoy his wife getting hit in the head with a beer. That was not cool. Maybe don't do that next time, guys. Um, but in general, it's really cool to see Joker so happy for the moment with where he was game back to the moment. Um, I'm not going to sit here and just like immediately be like, you're not winning the championship next year. Cause the nuggets are going to be the favorite are the favorite. You're like, the, think about it this way. Not only did you win the title, you are the favorite to repeat. And if you're like, well, of course they are. They've won the title. There's a lot of times when a team wins the title and it's not the favorite to repeat. Okay. But the nuggets are, the nuggets are the favorite. And right now every team in the league is trying to figure out how they can get past Denver. Like you are the team at the top. But there is so much stuff between now and then. Think about how long the season was. Think about how you felt when they started off slow in November. Think about how you felt when they lost to the Thunder at home without Jokic. Uh, think about how you felt when they lost to the Spurs in March. Um, and then consider that all of this happened and the Nuggets were relatively healthy for the duration of the playoffs. Like Denver had an incredibly healthy playoff run. They had a dominant playoff run. And you know what helps to stay healthy? Beating everyone so the games don't go longer. That helps keep you healthy. Okay. Every champion has a bit of fortune to it. It's why I push back online about the idea of who they faced or whatever. Those are all nonsense. Like I can poke holes in every single champion that's won. You can give me any champion that has won the title, and I'll be like, well, Okay, but look what they did. Like, here's what here's what they actually did. But I will say, don't don't let this go because this one is the best one. This is your first title. There will not be another one. You will never have another first title in franchise history. History. You these fans right now. You lived in a special time as a Nuggets fan. There are Nuggets fans that have come and gone, and there are Nuggets fans that have not been born yet. There are Nuggets fans that are seven and aren't in the basketball and they'll start being in an eight. You get to be to borrow an Oasis album. You get to be here now in this moment. And it's really important to hold on to that because these other titles will not feel the same way. Um, Chase says this one was special. It, this team felt like a team of destiny. Accurate. That's really accurate. Um, Carlos says, Matt, you keep telling me to embrace the now, but my liver is telling me to chill. Yeah, maybe that's a good good call, too. Everyone could use a couple of days of sleep, probably, after the last couple of days. Um, <clears throat> you have you won the first title, and you will never be able to win the first title again. And you don't get to control what happens from here on out. 
you know, the Bucks, the Bucks thought that they were going to go back to back. They, they might've, you know, had it not been for Chris Middleton's injury, right? You just don't know what's going to happen. And it's not that the Nuggets aren't, aren't, it's not that you shouldn't be optimistic about the future. It shouldn't, it's not that you shouldn't have hope. Like we talked about, you should, you should feel great about being champions and you should feel hopeful that your team is going to have a run where they can win more than one. But let that sort itself out. You will have time. We will be back here on this show in November talking about how they played versus the Hornets. We'll be back here talking about like, you know, that Clippers game. You know, we'll be t- we'll be here talking about the bench unit or why the starters aren't shooting well or why AG's struggling from the line or whatever. You know, we'll we'll have time for all that. But don't let this get away. And and when I say now, I mean the whole summer. You it, there are draft nicks like CT, right? That are going to be out here like focused on who the Nuggets are going to draft and how they're going to add to this core and what they're going to do if they got to replace Bruce Brown, all that. Okay. And it, that's fun. You still get to be a part of that. You get to focus on like who the Nuggets going to get. You get to think, who are the Nuggets going to add to my championship core of the team that I root for? Right. And pay attention to summer league and free agency and the whole shebang. But don't lose sight of how much you get. You only get from now to September where it is. No one is in business of trying to knock you off. That is your time. You get to be the champions all year until somebody else wins. You were the defending champions until you lose, right? But enjoy this now. Be here absolutely right now. Tyson says, having Jokic is a window of opportunity to make something happen. Correct. That's absolutely true. Um, Tyson says match is coming out Joe Burrow a while back before last year's Super Bowl run he states that his whole career is the window of having a chance to do something that's how I feel about Jokic yeah and I think that's probably accurate but as we'll get to in the next segment Jokic is going to need some time so we don't know what next year is going to look like I mean he'll be around for sure but I do think that um there's a lot that's going to go on that's going to be different going forward. We'll talk about the difference of a championship offseason and what the Nuggets look like between now and September when training camp opens with the defending world champions. Uh, we'll also talk about, obviously, the Bruce Brown question. We'll do that when we return on Locked on Nuggets. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on Locked On Nuggets, thanks for joining us, making this part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us on Thursday night going into Friday. Uh, I'll be back with Adam Mara sometime on Friday. Uh, I'm posting the show on Thursday night. This one may get followed pretty shortly by another one, depending on uh, when Adam wakes up. I want to talk about what the offseason looks like. All right, so you got a little bit. This one's a little bit different, right? Um, winning a championship is a massive deal for players, right? 
And so there's going to be like an extended period of celebration, especially for the veteran players. Uh, but that goes all the way through. It's a little bit different because of World Cup. Um, there's been some speculation that Jamal may not play after going into June and winning a championship coming off the ACL. I would personally be a little surprised at that based off of his comments when he's been pretty much pretty clear about his intention to play for Canada and they have been missing guys pretty consistently. And that program has a lot of talent that has not committed to them. And that's become more and more of a talking point, but it's going to be something to manage. Um, Joker was pretty honest after winning the championship in game five about how he's going to take a little extra time. Um, he's going to play for, I would, I'm anticipating him to play for Serbian world cup. You know, I think, look, as an NBA first guy, like I'm always going to be NBA first, just how I'm wired. Uh, I think it would be behoove him not to. He put a lot of miles on him. He was incredible, but he had like, it was really exhausting and he could use the rest. But I'm going to bet he plays just based off of everything. Uh, it'd be weird to have gone through what he did last summer with that game versus Giannis and then not play, right? So he's probably going to play. If he plays... I'm legitimately curious about when he comes back for the, to the Nuggets. Um, I don't expect him for training camp. I honestly don't expect him for preseason. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Joker comes back for ring night. Like the week before he shows up and gets in shape and, and then plays on ring night. Um, if he doesn't, if he does, he's, he's, he's going to get home tonight. I assume he's already flying home. He will have these two weeks in June. He will have, I don't know, most of July, but not all of it. And then he'll have Serbian training camp. Um, so that's like a, a big kind of deal here is he's going to be on pretty short rest here. Uh, he'll play through September. That's when World Cup is. And this is one of the other things that annoys me about, about FIBA is like FIBA has plotted this where it goes from late July with training camp all the way through September. And then there's like two weeks and then it's media day. So like not a lot of time here. Um, we'll see kind of what this looks like and we'll cover it. Like if Jokic, you know, officially says he's going to play or officially says he's not, not going to play what again, I'm expecting him to play. We'll cover that and we'll do entire shows segments about it. We'll talk about it. But I think it's important to kind of note this, that you need to have the expectation that the Nuggets are going to start slow next year. And that's the best thing for them is what, after you've won a championship, you do not need to be gunning for the number one seed. You've done it. Like, you know what to do now. You have championship pedigree. You know, like they went into Phoenix in game six and destroyed them. They went into LA in games three and four. And in game four, they were down 15, came out and whooped them and swept the Lakers. They can win on the road. They went in Miami and won both of them, right? So Denver doesn't, doesn't need home court. Once you win that championship, it does change like your understanding of what you need. Before you win a championship, you need as many things in your corner as possible. You need as many advantages because you've never done it. And so you need that margin for error. The Nuggets can play with a smaller margin for error now because they know how good they are. They know how to find that gear. They know who they are, and they know how to win on the road. 
So all of those elements, I think, match up uh, with how they're going to be going into next season. So about the Bruce Brown thing. So they asked Bruce the night of the championship about it, and he says, you know, money's not everything, and kind of alludes to him possibly coming back. Malone says today, like, big Bruce, you know, Brucey B's not going anywhere. He's coming back. Run it back. All these type of things. But, like, Aaron Gordon's comment next to, to Bruce on – championship night on after game five was to be more important because he's like my guy's gonna get a bag if he's gonna get a bag he's not getting it from denver denver is restricted in what they can offer him would it be an incredible story if bruce opted in did the last year and then took a bigger deal sure here is the problem calvin booth cannot be honest with bruce brown and say if you resign if you pick up your player option i will handshake deal you four years 60 the new CBA is too restrictive. It's just too restrictive. They might be able to figure out a mechanism around it. Maybe Brown really does just be like, you know what? I'm okay just making whatever millions. I have a hard time with that because his agent will have to do due diligence in soliciting offers in free agency. And there will be a team that's going to be like, yeah, we'll give him four years, 60 minimum. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Brown got 18 a year. I wouldn't be. I personally would not be, like, blown away if it was 20. Maybe on a shorter-term deal. I'm just saying, I think Bruce Brown is, is legitimately worth that much. He makes winning plays. Bruce Brown is a guy that helps you win basketball games. He's been that guy, guy since day one in Detroit. Um. Oh, man, Adam Hurley's back in the chat segment. Oh, that's sad, Adam. You gotta have something better to do with your time, man. That's sad. Um, let's go ahead and get rid of that person here. Uh, so, I don't expect Bruce back next season. Uh, Sean says he's also clearly a 16-game player. Correct. Great, great observation, Sean. He is a 16-game player, 100%. Um. So, like, this is a lot of it is just, like, everyone can want him to return. The realities of the situation make this very difficult. And so I personally don't expect Bruce Brown next year. I don't expect him back. Um, if Bruce opts out, what can they offer? Uh, I believe it's $9 million a year. It's less than that. It's like 8.7, I think, is what Blackburn told me. Not, not enough. Is, is the answer I would tell you is like, what can they offer him? They can offer him not enough. So um, Daniel Gutierrez says, I hope he does. Malone really put him on the spot today. It's a championship celebration. Everyone's drunk. It's fine. Like, no, if, if Bruce leaves, Malone's not going to be like, you told me. Blah, blah, blah. Malone's going to be like, I get it, man. Got to take care of your family. Rule number one. Um, So I don't expect Bruce back next year. Uh, Christian Brown comes back. Mike Singer, Leo Clemens says, Mike Singer says 65% chance he comes back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just, I, if he comes back, I honestly am going to be like, I don't know if that was the right thing for him. Cause I'll say this. If nobody, cause he talked about how nobody offered him last summer. If nobody offers him again this summer, what are you doing? Like, what are these, maybe these executives are just that dumb. Cause trust me, based off of some of the stuff that I've heard that is going around, some of the things that are being discussed right now. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
And if that sounds vague, it's because I don't have solid enough reporting to be able to be like, yes, I know this is for sure. But the 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 there is stuff in the winds, and that stuff sounds real bad. Um, <laughs> I like this from Santiago. Bruce Brown gets massive Walmart ambassador deal. <laughs> That's great. Um, Fernando says, which winning teams will be offering Bruce 18 million or have the cap space to do so? Feel that those teams may be filled up on cap for other players. Maybe. But I will say that usually when, when a team has, like the problem is with the Nuggets is their inability to offer the deal, right? If you can offer a guy that, you can usually make room. I'm just going to, that's just my experience. It's one of the reasons why I stopped doing, I stopped being such a strickler about the cap. Like I used to know like all of the, the details of the CBA and all the complexities of how these things were structured and like, no, they've got this much cap space and they can do this. And then I kind of realized that it, like if a team wants something to happen and they come to terms on a deal, they will make room. Like they will figure it out. There are exceptions to this. You can't just be like, I'm going to add five all-stars at $35 million a year. Right. But for the most part, you can figure out stuff. So I'm just going to tell you, like I'm skeptical of the idea of them not having space. Um, okay. Um, as for the rest of the nuggets, guys are probably not going to be as, as super intense into off season conditioning, training and development. But Christian Brown will be cause you know, second year for him. He's got a lot to work on. He's got a long career ahead of him, but like AG KCP, um, <laughs> Jeff, I don't think Jeff's going to be working on his game super hard this summer. Right. The other guys I don't necessarily think are going to be in the lab. Jamal will do stuff, but Jamal's got a rest too. And he's got potentially team Canada. So it's going to be a little bit different and you should expect a little bit of a hangover next year. Now, in my experience, the hangover is a lot easier off of winning than it is off of losing. I actually think losing the title usually takes a lot out of you. It's why what the Celtics did this year was really impressive um, up until they completely vomited on themselves and then fell down into a pile of their own vomit in the Eastern conference finals. In general, I think losing is harder than it, than returning as a winner. Um, the Warriors obviously had a, a big championship hangover this summer. There will probably be a lot of that next year. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if Denver, like, I'll be looking at Denver's under for the first time ever under Michael Malone. Just because w- what do you need to do here? You know, what's more important? Getting everybody healthy after a long playoff run? Like, these guys played till June. They played till June. And they have to be basically back in the gym by like mid-August, early September, right? At most, at most, you get three months off for the guys that aren't going doing international play. Um, so that's kind of the the equation here. Uh, <laughs> Joe Broussard says Brown and Watson need to get after it. I think Watson will definitely be in the gym. Like he'll be cranking away and working. They'll and whoever they bring it, whoever they have. Um, Firepower says, how much of the coaching staff gets poached by other teams? You know, a lot of that's already done. Like, there's no other coaching, op- like, um, full head coach jobs open. Some of the assistant jobs are being kind of bandied about, and maybe there's some shift there. I could see one of the assistants leaving. You know, but in general, I think most of that that core is probably going to be back. Um Sean says, I bet they also give more minutes to development guys like Peyton, CB, Colin, Vlaco, and maybe Zeke. I agree. I mean, look, this is going to be a big part of it is they got to develop the young guys. Like, you got to get a pipeline together, you know? You no longer, 
I wouldn't be surprised if DJ's back next year. I wouldn't be surprised if Ish is back next year. Wouldn't be surprised if Jeff is back next year. Having those guys on on those kind of contracts is really valuable. Okay. However, you do need veterans less now because you already have guys that are veterans now that have been through it and know what it is. Like Aaron Gordon and KCP can now tell the younger guys that come in after what this looks like. Christian Brown can do that. Right. You don't, you have established that you've like lifted that up. Uh, so that's part of it. Okay. So in general, I would tell you to expect a lighter off season for the guys, some early struggles. The front office will be very busy though, because they have no intention of wasting opportunities. They're going to set themselves up for, to make another run next year. And that's what you want. That's going to do it for Locked On Nuggets for a Thursday night going into Friday. I'll be back with that tomorrow as on sometime on Friday night. Appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure to check out DNVR. I've got some articles up on the Action Network as well, talking about my experience covering the Nuggets. If you want to check that out, actionnetwork.com. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Appreciate you guys being with us. We'll see you guys again next time on Locked On Nuggets. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.